0: Alright, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with uh, members of a band that was on the show before, but I was actually looking it up uh, before we did this to find out when you were on before, and it was like five years ago. So uh, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but um, it's kind of interesting that, you know, one of the reasons that we're talking today is because you're having a 10-year anniversary as a band, and so (laughs) when I talked to you last time, it was halfway through that. So obviously, you know, there's been a lot of things that have happened since then and 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 all that, but before we get started, um, there's four of you here. So listeners can put a name to the voice. If each one of you wants to introduce yourself and what you do in the band,
2: uh, sure. Uh, I'm Daniel. I play bass in Satanic Rights. For some reason,
3: I'm, uh, Carl-, I'm oh, Carl. Oh, Internet! I'm Carl. I yell.
4: Go ahead, Tim. <laughs> uh, I'm Tim. I play drums. And I'm Ian. I play guitar.
0: Cool. And, and like I said, I mean, you know, the, the part of the reason that I reached out to have you back on the show again was, uh, you know, first of all, it had been a while, and secondly, this this ten year thing. So uh, you're sort of uh, popping up all over the place um, at promoting the show that's happening to to in recognition of 10 years of band practice. So um, I guess if someone wants to sort of explain what the deal is there, I mean, I'm assuming it is indeed your 10th anniversary as a band, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, this va- Valentine's Day, right? Somewhere around that, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. To so the best we could figure, we'd
3: never counted, never once. We never knew how long we were a band until one day I was like, oh. It's been ten years, and then I don't know. We were looking for something fancy to do, and there's nothing, nothing fancier as opposed to releasing an album, which we're not doing. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we figured we'd throw a party.
0: Well, and how long had it been since the uh, since your album that's out already? Uh, when when did that come out? That's it's been a number of years as well, right?
4: It's been five about years? five years, I think. Yeah. So that yeah, I we didn't we were... necessarily feel that long, though, because the pandemic just kind of like. You know, we raced two and a half years, so, like, it doesn't feel like ten years as a band. It doesn't feel like five years since that album or anything like that, necessarily.
3: Well, that was We've been a band for seven years now. <laughs> it's, yeah. we, we can say seven years. Yeah, yeah you can, seven active years.
0: Erase those, yeah. Well, and I, I don't want to talk about the pandemic too much because I talk about it too much, and I'm sure all of you are sick of hearing about it and talking about it, but it is something that has to come up every time, almost lately, because, you know, everyone who's doing anything creative has had this like weird, uh, enforced stoppage. And I mean, like you're saying, you know, you've been a band for 10 years, but a, a, almost a third of that is <laughs> taken up by this, this situation where you couldn't necessarily, uh, first of all, play shows and, and practice or even for quite a while there get together. So uh, how did that affect sort of you going forward as a band?
3: Before uh, we answer that, yeah. um, I, I just have one quick question for you, Seth. If we say the wrong thing here, will the algorithm fuck up your podcast? I don't think so. I, I mean, we <laughs> can try it and see what happens. If we're talking about the pandemic and I just, like, you know, got some opinions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to get a warning on Spotify or some shit? No, I think we're good. I don't think enough people listen do this
2: for that to be it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry, uh, Daniel, you were saying something. Go on.
2: Oh, uh... I don't know. I lost my train of thought.
0: I'm sorry. Well, maybe a better way to to ask the question then is, you know, like you were saying that those, those, that album doesn't seem like it was five years ago. Um, those songs, do they feel like old songs now? I mean, now that you've had this kind of, uh, enforced break between when you were actively able to play shows and then now you can do that again. Does that feel like really, really old material? Um, or are you still sort of, uh, actively wanting to play those songs again? Or does it feel like a different era? I guess
4: some of them were pretty old songs when we recorded them in the first place so uh like yeah a lot of them do feel pretty old at this point
2: <clears throat>
0: i think we've rewritten most of the stuff we weren't were we are working on now like three times because we just forgot everything
2: <laughs> yeah we're sort <laughs> of hovering years. around like you know seven or eight songs which could be on a new album okay and we like subtract one or two that it, you know uh, maybe are, are getting a little old at this point. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So the new album, we're working on it, you know, seven or eight songs ready, waiting for the next three, two to three songs to lock into place. Cool, cool. Yeah.
0: I, what I've found sort of doing this show, uh, you know, twice a week over this time period is that people have had one of two reactions to it, and I'm not sure if this kind of goes for all of you or maybe some of you are different, but um, People have either found it to be like a super creative period where they've taken the time They've had in force to just write and write and record and all this and other people have been completely just shut down Haven't done anything. haven't even thought about music haven't uh, written haven't had a chance to write haven't wanted to do anything What was the experience like for this band like were some of you really actively wanting to Create during this time or was just like fuck it. I'm out
2: Uh, Me and Tim had a um a failed covers album project uh that didn't quite get off the ground uh tim sent me all the drum tracks for the agreed upon tunes uh i finished one of them and uh yeah that's that's about it
4: (laughs) yeah i had all sorts of grand plans and like nothing came of it i just sat on my guitar sat on my couch and drank beer and played guitar
2: yeah I still want to maybe a little, little bit better at playing
4: guitar, but like, yeah, I didn't
2: yeah. <laughs> well, we we did what what song? That was actually R yeah, right? yeah, A M O N E S. Yeah, yeah, Motorhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah we did uh, serve the servants. Is partially complete. Uh, Do you mm-hmm. dig destruction by Turbo Negro? I I've fully completed. Cool. Um, yeah, I think there was a Hive song, right? Patrolling days. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. that's
0: cool. So is yeah. that just like a pandemic know. project so that it'll never see the light of day or are you actually hoping to actually get it? Oh in- yeah, it'll never the highly... see the
2: light of day. No, no.
3: <laughs> there was a highly ambitious phase, I think, right at the beginning of it that <laughs> yeah. lasted about a month. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and then you realized it and was I not learned to play it. Yeah. yeah. And then I learned to play I... guitar.
4: <laughs> yeah, I bought a bunch of gear that like I barely used.
3: I came up with a bunch of album titles that'll never be used. That's about it. <laughs> <what I mean. laughs>
0: Just the album titles, like nothing, nothing further than that.
3: Yeah, that 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 is, I would say, eighty percent of the creativity that both me and probably Daniel bring to the band is coming up with good song or album titles that will never be used. But that's valuable. You have an
4: agency that just sells them to other bands.
0: This upcoming show when was the last show you played uh before now have you actually been able to play since things kind of eased up a bit or is this the first I, one in a while uh
2: september was uh was our first show back okay yeah and actually yeah my first uh my first show back like in in uh you know i haven't been in a large crowded environment since like the pandemic uh started so yeah september was uh my day de- my debut cool is
0: it, yeah. is it just a kind of muscle memory at that point, or was it was it weird? Like, was there, like, a weirdness kind of, like, how, how do these songs go? How do I play them? Or was it just all kind of once you're there and you're on stage and you're together as a unit, you just kind of can pull them out?
2: Uh, oh, man. It's, like, either or. Like, sometimes it's, like, you know, you just go cruising on on the feeling or whatever, uh, and sometimes it's just, like, hard work just to remember, you know, what the next part is. Uh, I just it depends on how you feel.
4: Sometimes so practice, we did actually practice like fairly yeah. hard for that show. Right, so that that yeah, helps
0: yeah. too. Yeah, of course. You're not just showing up like, <laughs> here's all the gear. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I yeah.
3: tore I tore my meniscus for that show. For that uh, show, like I on purpose to, before the show. <laughs> I, I had to I had to get cardio back because uh, again there was like three years of sitting, Um, and so I I bought a jump rope and everyone that I know was like. That's the stupidest thing you'll ever do. You're going to hurt yourself so badly. And I was like, fuck you. It's the best workout in the world. It's four minutes and you're dying and then you're done for the day. And it was. And I got in way better shape and I tore my meniscus. You always see boxers doing that. So there's got to be something to it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty cool injury. Yeah, feels it's a, great. It's a good reason to to hurt yourself for sure. Um, so I mean, ten, 10 years, and I know minus the rock and roll, dude. Yeah, it is rock and roll for sure. Yeah, skipping is the most rock and roll thing <laughs> activity you can do. I think. Um, so you know, ten years minus these three, so seven years if you want to call it that, and one album. Like what? What? That, that's not not that typical. A lot of bands who have been around as long as you have have been like super prolific. What is the reason that this band still works? After all this time, because it's not like you're churning out records, you know, once every year or so.
2: Uh, we got the seven songs, you know. We're just waiting <laughs> on the on the next thing
3: Uh A lot of bands work harder than us, man. It's that's uh, just just how it goes. Uh, I I don't know. I mean,
4: we tend to play a show and then just like not even practice for two months after we play a show. So it's like we're restarting every single time, and uh, which yeah, is I fine. It keeps it fresh. Yeah. Keeps it fun.
3: There's almost no reason not to play in this band because it's not like uh, we have an extensive
0: touring schedule or anything like that, you know?
4: <laughs> yeah. We enjoy hanging out once a week and drinking two or three beers each and, you know, playing five or yeah. six songs.
3: <laughs> not not, to get hangy on it, Uh, but, like, we kind of like each other too much. We'll go hang out. And then, you know, maybe we'll start playing some music and then we'll like get into the rhythm of it and be like, oh, this is really good. Let's work on this. Or should we stop practicing now so we can hang out for now? Right. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, okay. we have a Christmas party every year.
0: As a band? Yeah. Like between the That's
3: members? That's true. Of That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It's the- it's the Satanic Rates Holiday Staff Party.
0: <laughs> That's the secret to longevity as a band? Is it having a holiday Christmas party? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so We I've... all count the days i bet year. i bet yeah yeah well I, th- I think that's actually one of the not the holiday party but the the wanting to just hang out is one of the reasons why something like this works right i mean it's not just when you're not looking at it is like oh shit this is a business we have to go on tour we gotta go to the studio we gotta do all this stuff and you can just like this is a fun thing you're doing because you enjoy doing it that's that's gonna make it last longer i think um than something that's taken like unnecessarily seriously
4: i mean like here's to 10 more
0: you See this being uh, another 10 years down the road, still potentially doing a 20th anniversary show.
4: I want to see what we look Go like the... in 10 years.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I was gonna say one of us will definitely be dead in 10 years, right? So, that, uh, <laughs> you know, like carry on, fellas, carry on. <laughs> well, the odds are pretty good. I mean, this, this, you know, <laughs> it, could,
0: it could happen, could happen. Um, how has uh. For people who haven't heard you in a while, and that's a lot of people because, you know, this is uh, you know one of the first shows back since things opened up a bit and people have been off uh, for years and your record came out five years ago. What has changed sonically uh, since that record? Because I think that a lot of people, and myself included, I mean, when I think about what you sound like, I think about that album. And uh, I certainly haven't heard you since then. So what, um, what do you think has sort of changed or evolved uh, about the band's sound since that time when people might remember you best uh
2: i think for me um i wasn't the original bass player in the band i played guitar previous and uh a lot of my bass parts were just sort of like me like you know just uh i'll just transfer this old guitar part to the bass and uh i'll be like the lead bass player but uh i think i just sort of like realized uh i should just play just, just just simple, simple ass bass lines and, you know, just be part of the rhythm section and just, uh, just really dig into my role, uh, in the band.
0: Did that change the overall sound? Like, do the rest of you think that that kind of has, has affected the,
2: uh, the I think we vibe? sound better. It, you know,
4: yeah. No, I think it's just like the, you know, as time would generally do, we've gotten tighter. I think we have a better idea of what we're maybe trying to nerd not necessarily what we're trying to do but what we're trying not to do
0: mm-hmm. which is what the what are you trying not to do i mean <laughs> there might
3: be a lot of things but
4: we'd know it when we hear it
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the the supreme court definition of pornography that's uh <laughs> the, that's the line we don't step over right can't <laughs> define it but we know it <laughs>
0: Do you have a better way of because uh, I think I asked you this last time, the two of you who were on the show like years ago. Do you have a better idea of what kind of music you play at this point? Because I think I mean I feel like you're uh, especially because and I know we talked about this part, but the name does not necessarily describe what the sound of the band is. I think a lot of people coming in seeing that name on a poster are not expecting what you guys are. Do you have a, a like a more solid definition of of what kind of music you play?
2: Uh. W- we were almost going to be called uh, "Overwhelming Sadness," which was uh, Carl's. Uh, it was my favorite of Carl's suggestions. I think that might have summed us up a little more. So I think we sound like a band called Overwhelming Sadness, and not a band called Satanic Rights.
3: Okay, <laughs> I, I, can, I can see that. I say that with the uh, with the like you know five years ago. Um, having the name Satanic Rights was kind of a joke on uh, uh, oh I bet that's a a metal band and then they hear that we're not a metal band. I'm all for inverting that now and turning everything that other people see as Satanic into Satanic Rights I think we're almost that big
0: (laughs) you're capturing the zeitgeist right now that everything uh there's all this satanic panic volume four or whatever happening
2: <laughs> yeah I, I mean yeah it's an ill-fitting name but i think like i guess we're just this uh, an ill-fitting group of four dudes together we're like you know we're ill-fit for whatever bill we're playing and uh yeah i think that sums sums up our sound. But that's, Still kind, of, that's kind of a good thing taking. to have
0: though, right? That, that kind of nebulousness where, where you don't really fit in with a particular genre because you, you could play with, you know, Winnipeg, as you all know, I'm sure is so divided into little scenes and there's so many, uh, you know, little groupings of bands all over the place, but you can kind of float in and out of a lot of those just because yeah. of all of your backgrounds and other projects and because you have this kind of, uh, yeah, the overwhelming sadness uh, fits in with a lot of different genres of music
4: yeah yeah just nobody will have us back. We have to keep on moving around <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> is there still uh i mean I... obviously like you said you you liked the uh the kind of hanging out part of it, the christmas parties, <laughs> the getting together all of that stuff, but is there still are you still all really like uh passionate about about making music with this group too? I mean, is that equally sort of uh part of the fun is, is actually just writing these songs or or is it does that take a backseat to the the just hanging out part?
3: um it's always really exciting when oh oh sorry uh no, no, I, go, Carl. I, I'll, I'll, I'll just be quick it's 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 really exciting when someone brings something to the table uh and you know like if uh if it if it gets picked up because i mean i don't want to get into songwriting process here because that's gonna be so boring but like <laughs> someone will play a riff the other folks will start jamming on it i take four to five weeks to come up with my own part uh, but for those four to five weeks, I'm having a great time trying things out. It is really exciting. Uh, but uh, um, you know, it, it's even the other day. Uh, yeah, yeah. The other day, Ian discovered a bunch of stuff that we all forgot about that like is really good. So, I mean, now we've got projects on there. It's hands. missing we, three, three songs, along. man. It's uh... <laughs> ah, there. You go.
0: What's the um. At this point, I mean, I know you have the show coming up, the Valentine's Day era show. Um, Who else is playing at that show?
4: Uh, We've got Big Trouble in Little China, who we pretty much had to have on that show. They are collectively our favorite band. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if they couldn't play it, we would have rescheduled it until they could could have played it. Hmm. And uh, Shitbots are playing who uh, we're super excited. Shitbots.
0: Yeah, who is that? Great name, but who, who is that?
4: Carl, you might be able to answer this better. I believe the lineup's changed a couple of times.
3: Yeah, all right. So I know <laughs> I know that the, the band itself is uh, uh, Joe, my brother, and main songwriter is uh, Brian of Primitive Hands. Daniel, you can maybe throw a few other bands in there that uh, uh, he is of note. Uh, squareheads. Okay. Squareheads, of course, yes. There we go. All right. Um <clears throat> but uh uh yeah, they, they they are very, very worthwhile. Uh and, and they're they're they obviously have uh, a couple of people playing the show with them. Uh but I believe those two are the main uh uh recording um superstars there. Cool. Uh and uh yeah, they just play a really good fast Punk. Uh, it's they. They have some. They have a phenomenal music video on YouTube that should be checked out. It's really, really high uh, quality stuff.
0: Awesome. Is anyone else in the bill, or just the, the three of you? Three band just bill. The three of us. Three bands. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. And then at this point, you know, I I know so we've we're going to play punk. for hundred thirty minutes. <laughs> good. That's a, that's a nice, nice, concise set. I like it. where can people find your music uh, right now? We live in this horrible uh, future dystopia where people don't listen to music the way they used to. And uh, there's like no set way that people consume things anymore. What's the best way uh, you would recommend for people to check out satanic rights? And the good thing too, this is a podcast so someone could hear it this week or they could hear it a year from now. And so what's the best sort of uh, option to, to find your stuff and, and, and find out where you're playing shows uh, in the future.
4: I think our preferred method for people to find our music is on Bandcamp, um, but like it is available on virtually every streaming service, I believe. Um, as far as finding out where we're playing, um, check out... Get to know us. Yeah, get yeah. to know us. It's a, it's Be a lot friends of work. with but us on Instagram. Like, we'll post about it on like Facebook and Instagram. And tell you. Like yeah. <laughs> cool. We'll do some postering.
0: Do you have um, any any big plans sort of going forward after this? I mean, I know that uh, you know this, this is a, a fairly big show because it's the tenth anniversary one and it's a uh, it's a big one. But uh, do you have? Are you hoping to be playing a lot of shows kind of going forward into the rest of twenty twenty three, or is that just sort of come as they as they come?
4: Yeah, we've actually got a pretty busy schedule coming up. Um, pretty yeah yeah we've got the Thrashers uh, oh, album release right, yeah. show yeah uh, which is going to be a really fun show. Uh, there's one more that we're probably not supposed to talk about yet that's after that. And uh yeah, that almost takes us to summertime, so we'll see what happens in the summer.